just like you always said we would. That's Bailey Zimmerman, 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you called the police last night, but the uh, non-emergency number, I can't wait to hear what happened. Oh, i got to tell you, Tyke, first of all, I'm doing it all. I'm developing mm-hmm. dog treats for Wolfstock. Mm-hmm. I'm solving crimes. You're I, like a dumb Michelangelo. Thank you. Do you. It, you do That's it all. quite a compliment. Yes, I really do. I'm a renaissance man. I'm not sure what renaissance means, but I am one of those. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I was walking along the river with my dog like I always do, and I noticed down in an embankment, mm-hmm. I thought there was a guy sleeping down there. And when I say sleeping, at first I thought it was a cadaver. At the river, wasn't. you thought it was a dead body. Well, it was down into the bushes. I just saw like a hint of, you know, when you see something in nature that's like not plants, it's plastic or what looks to be maybe clothing it was something light blue and upon closer look i realized that somebody had probably stolen i'm going to assume stolen like a motorized scooter like a like a vespa like a motorcycle scooter mm-hmm. what, what would you call that you mean like a wheelchair that people use no, but no, it's no. electric no like a motorcycle that you sit on and ride on across oh, okay. town yeah i guess a, a miniature motorcycle full full size okay and it was down into the bushes there along the riverbank. And so I said, oh, boy, I know what's happened here. Somebody's stolen this. And to make a quick getaway, they've, they've they put it down in this bank here and then maybe ran away. Maybe they'll come back to it later. Mm-hmm. So then I had this, uh, this thing. Do I call 911? Who do I call? And then I realized I had stored a long time ago the Tulsa non-emergency police number in my phone. Mm-hmm. And so I called them. And, and look at me, solving a crime. And I was like, Sarah, there's a scooter here. Hitting down into the bushes, you might want to send somebody out. <laughs> Did they say don't call here again? No, they said, uh, well, what color is it? And I was like, uh, blue, but I wanted to say any scooter at all you see in the bushes at this location <laughs> is probably going to be the one I'm talking about. Yeah, if they found a pink one, they'd be like, oh, that's the wrong yeah. one. And then it got to be weird because they asked for my name. Now, I watch these police interrogations all the time, and guess what? I don't answer questions. So did you not give your name? I did eventually, but for a second, I almost said, oh, I can't do that, buddy. But then I realized they probably had my number. Did you think they would pin it on you? I was worried about that. Like you're reporting something, but you must have been involved in it too. Yeah, I didn't want to get all hemmed up with it. Uh-huh. And that was just a split second thing, because if you watch interrogation videos on the internet, you'll become an expert like I have, and you you just don't answer questions. Was there any thought that the person who has the, the motorized scooter or whatever... Stop saying it. Just say motorcycle. Okay, motorcycle... They don't have a house to live in, but they have a motorcycle, and that's where they park it. That's what I was also worried about. I would have gotten down into the uh, the weeds and bushes and pulled it out of there, but I didn't want somebody running up like, hey, hey, hey that's my property. But you didn't see anybody with the motorcycle. No, it was clearly down into an embankment. Why didn't you just pull that baby out? <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't want to get my fingerprints all over it. <laughs> and yeah. second, like I said, it could have been some... You, you watch know, too some, many crime shows. Uh, that's right. could have been just some guy's scooter. Is there any follow-up? I mean, were you there when the police came to look at the motorcycle? I didn't stick around, buddy. Oh, you don't answer questions and you also don't appear. I took on off. Walked around my, my loop on the river. When I got back, I walked. took me about an hour and uh, walked back to the scene and it was removed. So somebody out there, thanks to me, has had their scooter recovered this morning. So you're also a dumb matlock, too. God, thank you again. <laughs> yes, a detective, a true detective. You called detective. the police overseeing a motorcycle. <laughs> buddy, it was down in the... I'll go. Here we go. What would you have done? Well, I called the police the other day because I saw a motorcycle parked on the street. I was like, that's suspicious. Are you serious? No, man. I'm making oh. fun of you. Oh, no. You're making fun of yourself. You I thought that's how you called the police to report a vehicle? When did you call the non-emergency line? Um, there was people in my yard one time when I came here to do the show. Like This is like 5 in the morning, pitch blackout. 
Oh, and uh, yeah, there's I people in my yard, so I called the uh, non-emergency and said, hey, there's some hooligans out here. What Ty's referring to is he was about to pull out of his driveway and some other people pull in, and so then he's kind of trapped in there for a second. Yeah, in my driveway. I might have called uh, the emergency line on that one. Well, they didn't have their headlights on. So I thought they were, um, I, I talked to some police after that. We have a buddy that's an officer or a deputy, and he said what they do is they pull in and then they go up to your car and, and see if it's unlocked. And if it's not, they move on. But uh, it was a little menacing to have four dudes in my yard when it's dark outside. So, mm-hmm. But I didn't know if it was so menacing that I called 911. So I just reported it, and they said, oh, we'll send another cop over there. Do you think there could be a reward situation on this motorcycle? The reward is you get that motorcycle, put it on eBay, and make, make some money. So you think I should have re-stolen it? <laughs> you dirty dog. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, I told you earlier about this 86-year-old British grandfather. He'd never tried McDonald's. He just called it junk food. He was being stubborn. He tries a cheeseburger for the first time. And here's the moment that he tried it in front of his daughter and his grandkids. What's the verdict? <laughs> nice. <laughs> you like it? Yeah. Oh, good stuff. He liked he it. He liked it. Of course he liked it. Delicious. I think about my papa, my mom's dad when I was growing up. I always tried to get him to try pizza. He'd never try it. He would never eat a pizza? He refused to even taste pizza. He's down in Alabama. And, you know, once I think once he had established that he wasn't going to try it, it was no making him try it no matter what. The guy lived his whole life without a pizza? Never tried a slice of pizza. Wow. I said, Papa, I said, That's Papa, weird. you got to try you got to try pizza. It's delicious. And I swear to God, he goes, I'm not trying that devil mess. And I'm like, Papa, how's it devil mess? He's yeah, strongly there's, opinionated. There's, yeah. yeah. There's some people out there that have, uh, there's a common food they've just never tried. Yeah. So um, what does it seem like everybody else has tried that you've never tried? We'd love to hear from you. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Uh, what's something that it seems like everybody else is traveling? You've never done this. We'd like to hear from you. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Good morning. It's Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger and Daniel. We found out this 80-year-old um, had never eaten McDonald's. How about that? In his whole life, never had McDonald's. Uh, but his grandkids got him to eat some McDonald's, and he liked it. And we were wondering, is there anything in your life that you haven't had that it seems like everybody else has had? A common food. For example, my, my papa growing up would never, my grandfather would never try pizza. And he went his whole life, Tig, and never tried a slice of pizza. Do you think that um, he would have been open to trying pizza, but now he's got this streak going and he doesn't want to break the streak? I really feel like if you get to a certain age, I think it's the streak. The streak counts. Like, he's gone 60 years without it. I'm not going to start today. I try to think of a food that I've never tasted. I'm pretty open when it comes to food, but uh, I've never tried uh, tuna. Never had tuna fish? Like a can of tuna fish. Oh, wow. And I don't think I I will ever try it. Why not? I don't really know. It just seems revolting to me. Is it? You don't eat it either. I don't eat it, but uh, it's, it's like a dollar for a can of it. And uh, Is that how you gauge if a food is good, if it's a dollar a can? I mean, it's a nice, um, valuable snack. Good value there for like a buck. Hey, good morning. Ty Gadano, who's this? Hey, my name's Doug. Hey, Doug. So is there uh, anything that it seems like everybody else has tried, but you've just never tried this? Yeah, 
I've just never even cared for the thought of eating mac and cheese. What? Yeah, need mac and cheese. I, I'm not a cheese lover at all, and I've never tried mac and cheese, and the thought of it doesn't appeal to me at all. How old are you? 63. Now, you got, you know, you got a few years left. Do you think you'll ever try it? Uh, yeah, right up there with skydiving right before my final day. Yeah. Like uh, oh, on his bucket list towards the end there, he'll try <laughs> yeah, some mac and cheese. On the bucket list on the final day, yeah. Is it almost now to the point you're like, I've gone this many years without it. Now I'm simply out of stubbornness not going to try it because people are trying to get me to try it? I have to admit that that's part of it. It's certainly not the, the main thing. But, yeah, I have to admit that it's part of it. I just don't care for cheese. What if we it's offered you a favorite of mine? A hundred dollars right now to try it today. Would you do it? Mac and cheese? Yeah. <laughs> All right, this man. Yeah, you ain't that stubborn, then, buddy. <laughs> it can be he's bought. Like, he's like, I ain't trying it, no matter what. Hundred bucks? Okay, yeah, yeah I'll uh, eat anything. Money talks. It's ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's hot country with Ty and Daniels. The question this morning is: What is a uh, food that you've never tried all these years? Good morning, Ty Gadano. Who this? Hi, this is Heidi. Welcome into 98.5 The Bull. Heidi, uh, is there anything that uh, everybody else seems like they've tried? You've never tried, Heidi. Sushi. 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 You know, I'm, yeah, a, I, I'm a fairly new sushi eater myself. And when you taste that fishy taste, you're not going to believe this, Heidi. What you're tasting is the seaweed. So if you order it without, if you order it with like rice paper or soy paper, it won't taste fishy. So you should try some seaweed. I mean, some sushi. <laughs> Yeah, see, I just can't get past it. <laughs> see, I just can't get past it me, at all. I just don't like it. Yeah. To me, that's completely reasonable to not eat sushi. Because I don't know if you know this, guys, but that's uncooked fish. Like a bear eats it. Yeah, the bear can have it. Yeah. Well, you guys know that you can get cooked yeah. sushis, like some sushi with cooked foods in yeah, it, Yeah, but don't that's you? not what people go for. They go for that raw fish. No, I eat a lot of sushi that's cooked. Let me ask my husband, do you like raw sushi or cooked sushi? Cook sushi. He is a cook sushi man. It's a, yeah. nope. it's a weird thing I got to say about fish because people who order fish, they get mad if it tastes like a fish. They're like, it's too fishy. I'm like, well, it is a fish. So the whole point of eating a fish is to make it not taste like a fish. It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just. This is too steaky. <laughs> like, that, that makes That's no sense. That's pretty good. Too beefy. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. Is there anything that. Uh, Seems like everybody else is traveling. You just haven't or won't. Tomatoes. You never eaten a tomato. I mean, I've eaten ketchup, but <laughs> I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, it's interesting because I'm kind of the same way. I've just recently gotten into tomatoes. I loved ketchup, didn't like tomatoes. It's the, it was a texture thing. Yep, I'm very big on texture. I don't like chili. Never eaten chili. That's a that's a texture thing. I can can like you it. eat oysters? Raw oysters. Yeah, I need an oyster. I've eaten yeah, those things are like slimy. Kai, what do you make the connection between an oyster and a tomato? Well, you are talking about texture, what? and I know a lot of people don't like uh, raw oysters because it's slimy. <laughs> texture. I, I guess that, this lady's like, I've never tried a tomato. Ty's like, Well, have you tried fikis? Okay. To be fair, the octopus that I did eat was fried. So anything, if it's fried, I'm, I'll be down maybe to try it. I don't know about a fried tomato. I don't think that I would ever do that, though. Well, thanks uh, for the call, Mackenzie. So she's, uh, tomato is her big thing. Chili was also weird. Chili. Hey, good morning, Ty Gadano. Who this? It's 98.5 The Bull. Yeah. It's Brindley. 
Hi, Finley. Um, my <laughs> grandma hasn't ever tried ramen. She's never tried ramen noodles? Ramen is delicious, by the way. Isn't it so good? Like, you get like a dollar, maybe even 80 cents for a pack of those. Delicious stuff. I've noticed, Tag, that every food you, you think is you should eat it only if it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, well, what do you want me to do? Well, the, the amount that the food costs has nothing to do with the taste, does it? In my mind, it must. Like, the cheaper it is, the better it is. I went to, uh, what's the one where they used to sell things for a dollar? The Dollar Tree. You know, I got a steak from there. It was damn delicious. From the, could, from the Dollar Tree. It couldn't have been. It was a dollar steak. It was thin like you get at Waffle House, but it, it was delicious. And were, but were you like, is this safe to eat? Was that a, No, because it has that mind? stamp on it says uh, USDA certified or whatever. So it's been inspected <laughs> you think, by the government. I'm sure the USDA spent a lot of time in the Dollar Tree steaks. <laughs> That's the kind of guy that would eat like a microwavable hamburger from the gas station and not think twice about it. Yeah, well, you know what, Daniel? I think it's a good idea to be frugal when you can. I mean, why spend uh, $50 on a steak when I get one for a dollar? I agree, but before we get tree. to Wee Street, you, you've said that there's a restaurant that you've never tried, a very common restaurant, and, and later on you will reveal this to us? <laughs> if you want me to. You oh, want me I'm to, like, dying to, to know now. There is a restaurant that I've actually gone to this restaurant many times to pick up food for my wife. I will not touch it. Well, I got to know what that is, but yes, you're right. It is uh, good to be frugal. Yes, well, you know, and you can still enjoy your life just like I enjoyed my steak. Today is Wee Street Wednesday. And uh, David Limerick, he's a financial advisor that doesn't just take your money and, you know, put in something and you don't know what's going on. He wants to get to know you. What does money mean to you? For me, it's security. It is a rainy day fund. If I get sick or something like that, I would have money. Daniel, for you, it's buying crap. But that's okay. It's important to you. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. I need somebody, though, that whenever I'm thinking about making these decisions or what to invest in, I need somebody like David Limerick because I ain't so good, man. Well, We Street Wealth Management, they can take you on and don't think you have to have a million dollars. In fact, if you have zero dollars, it's still a great time to get started because he can help you go like, oh, well, look, look, look what you're doing here. That's pretty good. Over here, we could probably work on that. He gets to know the person, whether or not you want to give 10% of your money to your church and work that out or whether you want to save for tuition or just save up, you know, for the unexpected. David Limerick can do it for you. And you can get a free, complimentary, no-obligation financial review right now at westreet.org slash wealth-management. Totally free. Get you on the right track. westreet.org slash wealth-management right now. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally-owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, about 13 minutes away from that Tiger Daniel prize pack, uh, a wireless waterproof Bluetooth speaker. Good morning, Daniel. Tiger, I saw something very strange on Facebook, and I'm trying to wrap my brain around it, and um, maybe I thought maybe you could help me out with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in radio, there's a lot of times a lot of turnover. People get fired, things like that. And for this old company that we used to work for, they have rounds of layoffs every now and again. You see it in the news from time to time. You see that in all industry. I see, you know, you'll read the GMs doing it. I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know this guy back from our home state of Alabama. This guy gets let go after like, what, 25, 30 years? Mm -hmm. And I've never seen anything like it. The guy gets on Facebook yesterday and thanks everybody that fired him. He's like, oh, first of all, I want to thank my mentors, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. Where's the anger when you get fired? It could be a strategy. Um, my dad got laid off once, and I said, well, how did that go for you? 
And he said, I thanked him for all my time I got there and, um, you know, said I really appreciate it and, you know, it sucked and all that. But then they hired him back. So I don't think you want to burn a lot of bridges by blowing up a former company on Facebook. That's crazy. I 100% agree. You don't blow up your former employee or your former employer. You don't talk bad about them. But do you really need to thank each and every person that fired you that day? I mean, it's a little over. You saw this post. Did you read it? Yeah. Didn't you think it was a little strange? Like, hey, buddy, uh, these people just fired you, and you're kissing their butt for like a page. Not something I would have done, but I would have tried to be amicable about it. But had he gone in there and said, listen to what these jerks did to me, they're never going to hire him again. And like so many industries, you know, I, I got buddies that are engineers and I got buddies that are in sales. If they get fired from a sales gig and they get on Facebook and light the company up, nobody's going to want to hire him because they go, this guy's a fool. And again, I don't think you should blow him up either. When I was in college, I used to work for this guy named Mr. Swan and Swan had a trailer park slash horse farm or whatever. <laughs> Good combination. And one day, Mr. Swan fired me. Really? Yeah. Now, do you think I got on Facebook? It's like, oh, Mr. Swan's the greatest. Thank you so much for a year of working for you, Mr. Swan. You're so wonderful. No, I didn't light him up on Facebook either, but I sure as heck wasn't going to go on there and thank him. Uh, just uh, thanks for the way you fired me, Mr. Swan. That was so good. Thank you so much. I'll always, you're my mentor, Mr. Swan. No, where's the anger? Does nobody get angry anymore about anything? Well, they probably do, but now, like, everything is documented that you do, and it lives forever on the Internet, so you got to be very careful about You keep about saying this. about what you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. and I agree that you shouldn't say, yeah, these jerks fired me. Do you have to thank them, though, is my question. <laughs> Maybe not. We, okay, we got let go before. Did you get on there and thank everybody that didn't call them your mentors? No, but I was... The second I, you fired me, you're no longer my mentor. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, I get it, yeah. All right, well, maybe the guy's wrong. I guess, man. You, you seem to be right there with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get you fired, so maybe this will come to fruition well, you for me. You me. You think I'm going to get on there and like, like a page? Like, oh, y'all are the greatest. You guys let me go. So I love you guys. You're my mentors. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's time now for the 98.5 The Bull Fight, where uh, we're competing for a prize pack this morning. we got two contestants with us, Daniel. And uh, essentially, it's a fight, a trivia fight. And whoever is victorious out of these two contestants takes away the Tiger Nano prize pack, which is a wireless water tooth, Bluetooth Waterproof on, Bluetooth man. speaker <laughs> and uh, jams and jellies with our name on them. And with us this morning, we got Dakota and we've got Kimberly. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good morning. Good morning. Good. Okay. Uh, if you will, turn down your radios and let's begin. Please, no cussing and please don't uh, don't be too vicious with one another. But there will be only one victor this morning. Kimberly, uh, ladies right. first. Uh, the game is called 5678. All these questions can be answered with either a five, six, a seven, or an eight. Mm. Pretty simple, right? Okay. Yep. Kimberly, up first. How many Spice Girls are there? Five. Five is correct. One on the board for Kimberly. Dakota, how many years of bad luck do you get for breaking a mirror? Seven. Seven is correct. All tied up. Kimberly. The bullfight. 
On which day of creation did the God create humans according to the Bible? Five, six, seven, or eight? Oh, gosh. Six. Six is correct. Kimberly is at two, Dakota at one. Dakota, how many Olympic gold medals did Michael Phelps win in 2008? Oh, boy. Eight. Eight is correct. <laughs> wow, neck and neck. Kimberly, how many points are on the Star of David? Hmm. Uh, five. Five is incorrect. David, it's your time to take the lead. How many Great Lakes of North America are there? How many Great Lakes of North America are there? Um, Great Lakes, I'm going to say seven. That is incorrect. There are five Great Lakes. We are tied up yet again. Kimberly, how many legs does an insect have? Eight. We were looking for six. But what about a spider? Yeah. Spiders have eight legs. Are they considered to be insects? What? And a spider's an insect, right? I don't know, Ty. You've messed it all up now while the judge looks at that. <laughs> Dakota, which number starts with O when spelled out in Spanish? Eight. Eight is correct. Tag, do we get a ruling on the spider question? I think you're going to have to... Um, a spider is an arachnid. But also an insect. I, <laughs> you, you've gone and done you've it really now, Dana. You've done this now. Okay. All right, Kimberly, we'll do a redo on this question. You've got to get this one right because David's gotten three. You've only gotten two. Okay. Which Star Wars episode featured Ewoks? Oh, I do not watch Star Wars. Oh. I am. I don't know this question. Looking for a five, six, seven, or eight? Uh, seven. Oh, Kimberly, unfortunately, you're incorrect. It was episode six, and with that, Dakota has won the 98.5 The Bull fight. Bull fight. Yeah. Dakota, oh, I think man. it's pretty rude of you to just gloat right in poor Kimberly's face. <laughs> That's okay. Dakota, I'm going to give you an option Thank now. You. I'm going to give you an option. You can hoard and keep the Tiger and Daniel jams and jellies and the Tiger and Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker for yourself, or you can give it to Kimberly this morning. Whatever you want to do, Dakota. You, I mean, share it? No, no. He just give it to I'm her or he can keep it. I'm going to have to hoard it for myself. I got oh, kids. my gosh. Yeah, I got Thank kids. Thank Kimberly. Sorry. <laughs> All right, no I'm so sorry, Kimberly. Dakota, stay on the line. we got to get some information from you. Would you guys please virtually shake hands? Yes. Good, Good job. job. Congratulations. Good game. Good and we're game. back Thanks. tomorrow with another 98.5 The Bull Fight. When you call the Duval Plumbing Contest line, you could win just like Dakota just did. How about that? All tomorrow morning again at 740 on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Gus. Welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. We are Tig, and right over there is Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, we just had a very dramatic, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching 
Yes. Edition of the 98.5 The Bull Bullfight, in which uh, Kimberly was taking on Dakota. And one of the, the game was called 5, 6, 7, 8. One of the questions was, how many legs does an insect have? Mm-hmm. I said it was six. And but you I said, said Hold what on. about? And you said no. That's not correct because a spider has eight legs. Mm-hmm. I said to you, a spider is not an insect. You said to me, yes, it is. And then you go over to your computer and you're typing while I'm continuing on with the game. And they come back and say, yeah, spider does have eight legs and it is an insect. Yeah. You messed everything all up. Listen to me. Will you ever watch well, Will you, of Fortune? had a you ever watch Will of Fortune? Uh, yeah. Does <laughs> Vanna White ever interrupt Pat Sajak and say, oh, Pat? Oh, yeah, right. You're Pat Sajak. Get well, out of here. Well, in the course of the uh, the contest, yes. Do you ever watch uh, Price is Right with Drew Carey uh, hey, buddy, a on, spider, on CBS? Do you ever watch Price is Right with Drew Carey on CBS? Mm-hmm. That guy that yells, come on down. Does he ever go like, whoa, 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 that's not right, and interrupt the game? No, because they have their stuff together. Like you said, a spider isn't an insect. Well, it's not. This blows my mind. Hey, and how, how, why would you look at the computer? A spider's an insect. That's all there is to it. Hey, good morning. Tag it in. Who's this? Uh, yeah, my name is Dawn. Hey, good morning, Dawn. Um, maybe you've gotten a call about this. I got distracted. But you were you had a game on earlier, and you were talking about insects versus spiders and their numbers of legs. Mm-hmm. I'm a zoology teacher, and... Spiders are not insects. Oh, so. You know what? I was just fussing at him about that. I was like, Ty, you threw everything off by questioning the contest. And then uh, poor Kimberly was going to think for a second that we were wrong. And then he Googles it and still comes up with the wrong answer. How does he do it? <laughs> I don't know, but and that's, that's a perfect example. Because it's on the Internet. That means it's true. <laughs> what did you go to, Ty, to find where you felt like uh, a spider was an insect? I didn't look it up. I was That was just in my catalog of my brain. I said, a spider's definitely an insect, yeah. right? But I guess it's not. Wait. Nope. You pretended to go nope. to the computer and type in something, and you were just accessing your brain? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, someone said that they are um, arachnids. They're, they are both in the arthropod phylum, and they, um, but spiders are arachnids, and insects are not. Hold but on, I'm not sure you can say phylum. phylum. I'm not sure we can say phylum on the air. Let me check with the FCC. Ty, can you in fact say phylum? No, you cannot. Oh my gosh, access, Dawn. Access his brain. Access his brain, not the computer, because you know. From Bixby, it's Corey Kent on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniel. Ty, I got to be honest with you. I'm getting uh, calls. People want to know about this this Tiger and Daniel's greatest dog treat of all time. I was contacted by CNN yesterday, also Fox News. They were asking me about it. Uh, it's just really taking the nation by storm. It's a dog treat that you invented that you're going to give away at Wolfstock. That is correct. We have that event in Jinx, right? Yes, and I'm just getting inundated with requests by the press, and I don't know what to do. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. A couple of weeks ago, um, I flipped over and landed on you guys, and I heard y'all talking about making um, dog cookies and dog treats and stuff mm-hmm. for Woodstock. And I was calling just to see if you guys needed any help with making those, because I would love to help you guys. Well, we have uh, we have found a bakery in Jinx that's going to be making those for us. Oh, crud. Do you, uh, okay, what about... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Do you, do you have a, a bakery, or what do you... 
Are you? Oh, no, 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 no. I just thought, I, I didn't know where they were going to be made, but I mean, I just love dogs and I just thought, well, you know, it's going to take a lot of people to make those. And I was just going to volunteer to help whoever was going to do it. So you um, were, like, you know, you I were know intrigued. Though, you were intrigued by the uh, ingredient that I developed, the peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my dogs laid like cheese or peanut butter, and I've never tried it together, but they probably would love them both. Well, guess what? Um, if you come to uh, Wolfstock and ask for the Tig and Daniel greatest dog treat of all time, your dog will then be able to experience the combination of peanut butter and cheese. It's known as peanut butter. Do you know what the main ingredient is in it, though? Oh, uh, well. No, do you no, know what that? I know it's probably not flour or gluten. No, 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 not at all. It's love. Oh, well, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah, so love, peanut exactly. butter. It's going to be pretty big. Did you also hear yesterday now, that I developed? going to be the first uh, listed ingredient on the label? Love. Oh, of course. Of course. Okay, how about this? Do you guys need any help um, at your table or your booth or your camp, whatever you're doing? No. To, um, I don't hang think, out with the dogs and stuff. No, I don't think so. But if you if you're at Wolfstock, we'd like you to we'd love for you to swing by and say hello. I'll be oh, also yeah, I'm definitely going. I'll be also uh, I invented something called bull whips. It's kind of like a pup cup you get at Starbucks, but it's our own twist on it. It is a uh, it's a, a cup of whipped cream with a little bit of peanut butter powder on it. Well, that sounds like something I would even want to try. <laughs> yeah, and you know what else is in it? Love. Love. <laughs> of course, of course. So, All right, well, um, I'll come by whenever it is. I'll come by and say hi to you guys then. Yeah, we'll be at Wolfstock. When you see Wolfstock coming, uh, we'll be out there in our 98.5 The Bull tent handing out um, the Tiger Daniel. Greatest dog treat of all time. And the bull whips, which are little yes. cups of, for dogs, right? Yes, that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Y'all take care. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyga Daniel. Hey, good morning. What's up? Who's this? Hi. Uh, my name's Carrie. I listen to you every morning. Well, I appreciate that, Carrie. What's on your mind? Well, two things. First, the RV idea. Great idea. Go for it. She's talking about Daniel's thinking about moving out of his apartment because he feels like the management slighted him because he didn't get a package right away or something. And so he's going to move into an RV. Yeah. All right, so you say good on that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, second, in addition to your bullwhip, I thought of another idea. So you the bullwhip is the a... peanut butter. Yeah, the little, like, tap tap thing. For the pets, so what yeah. what if you mix peanut butter with whipped cream and whipped it into a mousse? A dog moose. Yeah, a dog moose. I Wait. think Dana will be at risk of eating the dog treats for yeah, he I don't wanna, them. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make anything too <laughs> tempting that I would then eat myself. Well, that might be a risk you have to take because it would probably be a, a big hit. Are you going to come to? About it. Are you going to peanut butter? <laughs> Madam, are you going to come to Wolfstock? I'm not sure. I'm living between two houses, and I probably won't make it because I'm getting ready to start renovation on a 1940 Craftsman bungalow. All right. What's so your What's your first name? Jinx, but Carrie. Carrie, I must insist that you come to Wolfstock. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I am going to definitely try. Okay, I bring good. My pocket and then to get out. and then when I get my RV, you're coming out there to that with me as well. Are you going to go to that place up north that guy told you about? Uh, you know, I might, go, I might go take a tour yeah. of it. If you're looking for a gig, they're certainly out there. Welcome into 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. This is Did You See, brought to you by...
I care associates of South Tulsa. This is where we say, uh, check out what's going on around the world. Good morning, Dana. What you got? Tag, you told us about this yesterday. Did you see a Southwest Airlines pilot had to threaten his passengers with turning around the plane while it was on the runway before they even took off because somebody was airdropping nudes to people. Now, airdrop is kind of like a text, but you don't have to have the other person's number. You can just see what phones are around you, and then you can airdrop something, whether it be a picture or, web, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And somebody was doing that. And it was such a awful thing that the pilot, and I've never heard this in my life, the pilot had to make an announcement to the whole plane. And here's the announcement. So here's the deal. This continues where we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures and let's get yourself to Cabo. Quit sending naked pictures and let's get to Cabo. You Wait, know, how, I guess how angry? Cabo, the guy must have been drunk or something. Well, if he's like that on the way to Cabo, imagine when he gets to Cabo, what's going to happen? Jeez. That's terrible. And could you imagine how awkward it would be to have to line everybody up? And I guess, okay, ladies, I guess y'all are free to go. Then what are they going to, how are they going to identify? Who the sender is. Yeah. Mm hmm Not good. So I guess whoever it was knocked it off and they were able to get to Cabo and enjoy themselves a vacation. Did you see this? Tiger guy celebrating his 18th birthday at the Royals Padres game in Kansas City on Sunday. Caught a Juan Soto home run ball. Then the ball was yanked out of his glove by some jerk who took off running with it. Here's the team talking about Telling it. Telling my friend that went with me, I was like, Juan Soto's going to hit one to me. Just watch. Soto belts it into deep right center field. Gone. From the crack of the bat, I knew it was coming right to me. So I stood up in my seat and snagged it right out of the air. And it felt pretty awesome. I was just kind of scared. I didn't know what on earth was going on. I just wasn't trying to fight him for it. It was kind of a bad situation, but all in all, it turned into something really good. So, yeah, the guy uh, yanked it out of his hand, took off running it. Uh, turned out good, though, because the Royals gave him two signed balls, one of which was autographed by Juan Soto, plus every bobblehead the Royals have given out this year. Yeah, I was going to say, usually when something like that goes down, the team hooks them up, you know. And there are, like, a lot of uh, adults that are so moronic that they'll take a ball from a kid. Well, 18, you're not really a kid anymore, but, but I would have thought the like crowd would have stepped in and grabbed this person that grabbed the ball and ran off mm -hmm. Did you see this tiger 93 year old canadian woman was given the chance to skydive for the first time thanks to a local nonprofit. here's betty talking about why she wanted to skydive and, and then my favorite she gave some life advice i've jumped off a lot of roofs when i was growing up when you get older a lot of people think you should go sit on a chair and rock and rock and rock and, and uh, a lot of them don't realize that you need to be keep moving teeth I have to make sure they stay in my mouth. I said I should have brought a piece of tape and put it across my mouth so I wouldn't open it up. Life is short, and to find that you have something that you want to do, you should make an effort to do it, no matter how much people look at you and think you're crazy. Look at that. So she says you're 93. Don't just sit there and rock. Do try new things, skydiving. Next up, heroin. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, you're like 90 I'm kidding about this that. guy, are you? Um, yeah, so she just said that she got to tape her teeth in. Good for her, man. I, I have a deal with myself. I don't know if you have this deal, but I say if I make it to 80, I'm just going to go crazy. You know, because then you're older, and I mean, you know how we're all worried about cholesterol and things like that. Well, I've got, you know, I'm in my 40s, 
you know, I hope my lifespan continues. But at 80, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to eat all the red meat I can, and who cares? I asked a guy about this once, and he was like 85, 90, and I said, yeah, I think I just want to make it to 80, and that'll be about it. He said, oh, no, no, no. You get to 80, you're going to be like, man, I still want to go. Got to get it to 85. And then at 85, you're going to be like, ah, oh, man, I'm 90. 90. You're always going to want to live, I think. And you can do that skydiving and doing all the crazy things you didn't do earlier in life. Good Not for just her. rock on the porch, Doug. Right. Uh, also, do you see this, Daniel? If you're looking for a gig, boy, we got, a, we got some. And this, to me, would be a pretty fun gig here from News on 6. 11 Days of Awesome is coming soon out here to the Tulsa State Fairgrounds. And right now, organizers are looking to hire hundreds of people who will help put on a great time for everyone who attends. So you get to work at the fair, and I would imagine that if uh, you have that fair badge on, yeah, you probably get on some rides for free. I don't think so. They probably forbid you from uh, the rides the most because you're supposed to be working. Yeah, but if you get off your shift and you got that badge, it seems like you could probably eh, sneak on a ride or two. You know, the guy, if they're looking for people to work at the fair, one of these people that get hired is going to have to work that Gravitron, mm-hmm. which oh, is gosh. the thing. And they call it different things, but it's it's like a it looks like a spaceship on the outside. And you get in it, and you're inside, and you get pinned to the walls because of the uh, centrifugal force of it spinning. But they have a guy that sits in the middle of that all night. For like four hours, the guy's spinning in a circle. Is he not insane when he gets off I'm work? I'm telling you, two days of doing that, you'd be a serial killer. <laughs> oh. Or how about the uh, the guy that's the DJ for the Himalaya, that one like thing that goes around in circles, and they always have to play like rock music. They're like, all right, everybody, here we go. And then it's, here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> that guy? That poor guy, yeah. Well, that could be used you. to be on the radio somewhere, and then now he's running the old Himalaya at the fair that could be you because they're looking for you at the fair trying to get oh, people my dad hired up for growing up loved the fair mm-hmm. oh uh, i'm at a fairs sorry at fairs no. <laughs> did he also <laughs> like the fair not just a fair no no he never he never tried one of those he liked the fairs a fairs yes well when you get that gig at the fair you're gonna have a little extra money a little extra folding money and what to do with that this kind of reminds me of working out they say if you find a workout partner you have uh, somebody there that you're sort of responsible to, to get out and work out with them. That's kind of like financial management. You get somebody with you on your side of the ring. I got a guy about 10 years ago, and I understood, you know, uh, you know, you try to spend less more money than you make and all that, but what to do with it after that. David Limerick at We Street Wealth Management. Welcome into We Street Wednesday, where um, this is a guy that if you give him money, you know, to invest, he wants to know what kind of person you are. What does money mean to you? He doesn't just put it in something and you you see it go up and down all day or whatever. He wants to find out, you know, what does money mean to you? Is it security? To me, that is money for me. It's the rainy day. It's an illness or something I got to pay for. Daniel, uh, his priority is buying crap. Mm -hmm. And you need to kind of get off that train and start saving a little bit for the future. Well, I want to invest my money correctly in order to be able to buy more crap as I get older. Exactly. What are you going to do if you can't go out there and buy all that stuff? Well, David Limerick, he looks at the person, like I said, whether that means uh, you want to put 10% of your salary to tithing at the church or saving for tuition or whatever, well, he can help you get there. David Limerick at We Street Wealth Management. And to get started, a complimentary, no obligation financial review. That's a good thing because he can say, you know what, you know what, Daniel, you're doing pretty good there. But on this, we probably need to work on this. So you get your free, no obligation, complimentary review right now at westreet.org slash wealth-management. And you're sitting in that thing all night, spinning in a circle on that Gravitron at the fair. But then when you get out of there, you're saving money because you got David Limerick at We Street Wealth Management. The No Obligation Financial Review at WeStreet.org slash Wealth Dash Management. 
98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. I'm pretty excited about this, Daniel. After uh, I get off work, uh, done entertaining America, I'm going to head over to my son's uh, first grade class and, and meet him at the cafeteria for lunch. How about that? That uh, sounds like a treat. I remember my parents coming to eat lunch with me just a handful of times, and I loved it. It was great, wasn't it? And uh, my son chose today because he's got it in his head that I am obsessed with meatball subs. And today is Meatball Sub Wednesday at the school. And so, but he doesn't like meatball subs. So what he says to me is, Dad, I'm bringing my lunch on Wednesday today. Uh, but I will go through the line for you and get your meatball sub. So I'll also be served as well over there. That sounds Daniel, like a great time. Dan, of course, wants to ruin everything great. He wants me to try to sneak in a pizza. And, you know, there's all these rules now at the school. I remember going to snack bar and we'd get Cokes and Sprees and stuff. I don't think that stuff happens anymore. And uh, one day last year I went and it was the it was Friday and it was pizza day. And I got very excited because I think we all remember the square pizzas. Remember that? Yeah, remember I loved kids? it. Yeah. Loved square pizza. Get there. And uh, that's all changed because it is a pizza. However, the crust, it looks like grain and grainier, like grains. And so it's all healthy. It doesn't taste the same. So a meddling bureaucracy has ruined another great, simple pleasure in life at our schools. Now, I'm glad that they're eating healthy and all that, but it does suck they don't get the uh, magic of that delicious pizza we used to have. I, th- a meatball I, sub. There was an issue at my school when I was in elementary school. Parents would come up, and they would bring the kids food. And that got to be a big problem. But I guess some kids were jealous, or they felt like it wasn't fair. But I remember having to eat whatever it was that day, fish sticks and some guy brought his kid McDonald's up there. Boy, did my mouth water when I saw that guy walking in with that McDonald's. Yeah, it would be unfair for me to bring a pizza and maybe not even but allow. Why, why would it be unfair? Because the other kids wouldn't be able to participate. And I think that it breaks some kind of code now where the lunch people, when they cook these things, they have to have a certain nutritional vac- factor involved and the pizza would throw all that off, right? Like he eats good at school. They do eat healthy at school. And if I brought in a pizza from Domino's, I think that would mess the whole thing up. So I'm just going to go enjoy my. You know what? Well, now that you put it that way and I look back at it and I had to eat that slop they were giving me and then somebody came in with that delicious McDonald's and also pizzas and stuff. That it's, was pretty rough. It, it's rough wrong. Feeling. Yeah. Is it wrong? I don't know. I mean, it, it did teach up. me a little bit. Hey, maybe life ain't fair all the time. Unless you bring enough for everybody. That's what you got to do. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. That sounds good, but I can't tell us because you're in it or not. Morning, Daniel. Ty, do you remember the time I told you that I went to Best Buy and I had a certain budget in mind for a television and they razzled and dazzled me? So you say, I'm not going to spend over 300 bucks, but you get there and they get, they show you the $400 television and they're like, hey, look at this. And then they show you the 500 and look at the difference and then they, they get you. They razzled, they dazzled. I fell victim to it. I talked to my sister down in Alabama she was razzled and dazzled yesterday with the people that sell rainbow vacuums. Is this a high-end vacuum? Like, this is good stuff? It's very high-end. Okay. Now, she has two young kids, a two-year-old and a six-month-old. So, cleanliness is very important. They're crawling around on the floor. They're crawling around. Yep. You want your family to be safe. You want the air to be clean. She called me yesterday, and she says, oh, man, they razzled and dazzled me. I bought this vacuum. Uh, like, they do things like, Tig, they will show you the air, and then they will just, like, suck the air. So does somebody come over to the house and demonstrate this for them? Yeah, our cousin got her hemmed up with somebody oh. that, that's trying to get themselves a free vacuum. So they get, they're like, hey, uh, if I show you a demonstration, 
it'll help me to get this vacuum for free. So mm-hmm. Amy thought that my, our cousin was just going to come over and show it to her. Oh, no, 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 no. The cousin brings the sales lady over there, mm-hmm. and the sales lady does the whole shtick. And apparently the shtick works because they ended up purchasing one of these vacuums. They do things, tied like, uh, like put a, like a filter thing and then vacuum just the corner of the bed, and you see all these dead skin cells. Mm-hmm. Then they vacuum the rug like 10 times and show you how much stuff. Now, I had bought her a cordless Dyson once because she has a dog. I bought her that for a gift. And she says, this this rainbow vacuum blew the Dyson out of the water. I get it. Here's the thing, though, and I know how frugal you are. Price is right on what you think this vacuum is going to cost them. Jeez, I have uh, somebody gifted me a pretty good vacuum. I think that thing was like $500, so, huh? Mm-mm. 4000 Dollars. What? So much so they had to finance this rainbow vacuum. Wait, so did they have a budget in mind, kind of like you did when you went and bought your TV? Did they say, oh, geez, man, 600 bucks or so, and then they get up to $4,000? Hey, they were razzled and dazzled. They had no budget in mind. They weren't going to buy one. But somehow they ended up buying one? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what it's like when you have babies in the house? Well, you yeah, want everything as clean yeah, yeah. as possible, and then they can show you the... You know, the air purifier. Well, then and they, then all they that. use your kids against you. Because I had a buddy that uh, sold water filters in c- college. I swear, this guy would go to people's houses and test the water and tell them there was poop in the water. Mm-hmm. And then they go, so you're going to buy the filter, right? And they go, nah, I don't think so. And they go, so you're cool with your kids drinking poop water. And then they would get them. So that must have been like the vacuum thing where your kids are crawling around. Um, they, they show you how nasty your house is, and then you don't have a choice. Right. They suck the stuff off the blinds and then show them the water that's filled with dead skin cells. I mean, <laughs> I could see where you might get razzled and dazzled, but... 4000 bucks To the tune of $4,000, that's quite, that's quite some razzling and quite some dazzling. Dang, I'm going to... Your, your sister, she is, she's a good target. I wanna... And here's the thing. She was like, her husband Russ, she's like, no, Russ is real tight. I'm like, no, 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 Russ is loose. <laughs> yeah, $4,000, $4, that's loose. like a fishing boat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.